Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, My Talk 1071. Hi, guys. Thank you for being here. And if you missed any of the show, you can always listen to it in podcast form. Just go to MyTalk1071.com or you can just find The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn wherever you get your podcasts. And Blinded by the Item, which is its own podcast. So, so there many you options. Go. That's right. Okay, we have to talk about something kind of trivial, but. We have to call people on their paparazzi strolls. I right? love this. So uh, two couples decided yesterday to call the paparazzi because that's what happens. It's not like TMZ is everywhere. The L.A. area is a very big place yeah. and they're not going to be everywhere. Okay? I've always I've always been fascinated by how many people believe <laughs> that um, that paparazzi just happen upon celebrities. Yeah, I'm like, y'all. No, huh? that's not how that works. That's not how it works. They you, tell them where they're going to be. Yeah, and they might. I'm not saying that they're always calling them. Maybe TMZ called them up and said, hey, do you guys want to like release him? Do you want to finally like prove to the world that you're a couple? Yeah, we'll take some pictures of you today. Right. And they're like, all right, where do you want us to meet you? But it's definitely an agreement. <laughs> OK, absolutely. So uh, we are talking about new couple. Lapita Nyong'o and Joshua Jackson. Mm-hmm. He is recently divorced, it, or at least it might not even be finalized. But who cares about those details? Um, they I, they are, don't. They don't. <laughs> um, they are a new couple. Yeah. Um, and they are in Joshua Tree taking a stroll in oh, California. Neat. He went to his tree to take a walk with her. Oh my god. Oh my god. That's cute. Okay. Um th- these pictures are very clear and very close. It's not grainy taken from a yacht like oh, no. with a telephoto lens. It's like they're right in front of them. Yeah. Okay. What does her shirt say? It's okay to cry or gay. It's okay to gay. I mean, maybe. It's the- if it that is, I need that shirt. It's okay to gay. I it's like <laughs> Okay, it's okay. She does have a purse strap um, over the over the words. Yeah, over the words and between mm-hmm. in, in her chest. Yeah, I in between her chest because I do have a friend who is just a friend, not on this station. He loves. He calls them purse boobs. Oh sure, yeah. It's, He's like it's everything oh. right now. He's like it's purse boob season. Yeah. Oh god, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. No, the reason I actually asked is because sometimes. If a celebrity is being photographed and they have words, yeah, it's it's actually a message, right? Like we've seen that happen before, yeah. and so that's why I was wondering what what that is. But it doesn't matter because if she wanted us to see it, it would be in full view. That's true, right? Now they have been hiding. Um, they were at the grocery store earlier mm. this week in Los Angeles, and she was unsuccessfully hiding down in the seat she had a mask or she had some sunglasses on and a hat and she didn't realize the top of her hat was visible it's like guys or did she know that's my question is was she was this like an attempt to look like she was trying to hide Mm -hmm. but not really hide right i don't know The other thing, too, about that shopping trip, and I'm not saying that celebrities don't just 
shop at Erewhon because they like the products at Erewhon. Yeah. But you will notice nine times out of ten when you see paparazzi pictures of celebrities grocery shopping together, it's at Erewhon, which... I don't know anything about it because okay. I lived in California so long ago. I don't know what Erewhon is. So is it a... It's a posh. Posh, yeah. It's a very, like, upscale, kind of think like Whole Foods, but not like... Yeah. Yeah, it's like a it's it's like a Kowalski's of Whole Foods, uh, right? Okay. Or like a really posh uh, co-op. Okay, Mike, remember the show you? Yeah, the the grocery yeah. store mm-hmm. in season two. Oh, did you watch? Yeah. Yep. Okay, then that, that that is very. I think that's an Erewhon vibe. Yes. Yeah, I don't remember what it's called, but totally. I think it has a similar name. It's yes, the, it's Nirvana backwards, wasn't it? Oh, Isn't that what it was? Right. It yeah. Was, uh, and how do they pronounce Nirvana. it? Nirvana. On and a Varnin, and a, and a, 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 yeah, it was Nirvana. You know, sure. people know what Something that is. Like that. So <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure that they were sort of taking off that vibe. Probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so Erewhon is typically when you see a couple or people shopping together at Erewhon, that's a paparazzi opportunity. I see. If you don't want to be seen, I actually think I person my personal take on this. I personally believe I, my. I personally believe this is my personal opinion. <laughs> I don't actually, this is based on nothing, but I do think that paparazzi, that there are places where paparazzi just hang out. Oh. And I do think that Irawan, uh, oh, they could just be there. That like, is a that's place for assignment. However, I will then close the loop by saying if you are a celebrity couple and you don't want to be photographed, maybe Erewhon isn't the place to do your grocery shopping on True. that particular day. And maybe they said, hey guys, we have pictures of you at Erewhon. So do you want to go ahead and take that pap stroll right. and give us the excuse? Give us the whole story. Yes. Also. There's actually an article. Oh. Anna Vryn from season two of You was inspired by Erewhon. Oh, look like, at that. Literally, that is what yes. it was inspired there by. There it so is. If you watch You, you know exactly what we're talking about. Interesting. Yes. I will say this, though, about Erewhon. I would like to, I want to interview one of their executives to find out if this is some sort of agreement they have with TMZ. Because we talk about Erewhon yeah. all the time. Well, when we do now. Yeah, yeah because I of TMZ. I didn't, but I'm going to. Now you know Erewhon. Maybe we have, and I just didn't recognize it, and now I'm going to see it all the time. You are, you are going to notice yeah. nine times out of ten when you see a celebrity grocery shopping, unless it's Lynn Spears, then it's the Dollar General. <laughs> but mostly it's at Erewhon. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, quickly here, though. This one isn't too surprising. Amy Robach and TJ Holmes, they are strolling romantically <laughs> which is so different by the seaside than romantic another type of stroll <laughs> yeah romantic seaside stroll here's to our new gig and they are probably power walking and very pissed off because their exes mm. have now gotten together <laughs> which i i still i can't get enough of it i can't i'm gonna make a christmas ornament just to celebrate that with Lee's picture yes. and andrew shoe on a little globe and put it on my tree. That's I how excited I am. I want you to do that. <laughs> I want you to give that to everybody for Christmas so everybody can celebrate. I'm oh, well, I'm definitely going to give one to Lori. Yes. Because she was just as excited as I was. I love it. Oh, my gosh. So those are your pap strolls of the day. Thank you, TMZ. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have to tell us about Welcome to Wrexham. I'm so excited about this, you guys. This is, might be a hard sell for me just because I kind of don't want to watch anything about sports, but... I'm getting... Okay, just like I made you a Swifty, yeah. I'm going to convert you because I've found that this is the only way I want to watch sports. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right, that's coming up next. My Talk website or app. 
Hey, my talkers. Bradley here for my good friends at Dakota Dental. We are getting close to the end of the year, which means we're getting close to the end of your 2023 dental benefits, which means... You should put those to good use if you haven't done so already. Now, I have gone well beyond my benefits for 2023. And if you want to know more about that, just call and ask them about dental implants because that's what got me there. But I'm so grateful that I got my dental implant from uh, Dakota Dental. And here's why. The level of care, expertise, and just hand-holding through the process that the team at Dakota Dental provided was amazing. Honestly, the best experience with a dentist I've ever had. Because when you're dealing with your smile, you don't want to just trust anyone. You want people whom you can trust that have the experience and the expertise to give you the smile that you deserve. It's a big investment. And uh, don't trust just anybody. Call Dakota Dental today and don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Welcome back to the show. You're listening to My Talk 1071. Thank you for spending your afternoon with us. There's so many things to watch. It's overwhelming. And then you realize, I never finished that show. Or you can just start a new one like I do all the time. Mm-hmm. So what about Welcome to Wrexham? You've got to watch this show. This th- There is so much about this show that is absolutely brilliant. It capitalized whether it meant to or not, on the popularity of uh, Ted Lasso and people's um, uh, people's attention to English Premier League Mm -hmm. footy um, soccer in the in a way that like they they, it just like grabbed it at the right time. Mm -hmm. And then you add to it, you add a major film star, Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney, who's on uh it's, it's always, always sunny, sunny in Philadelphia and that powerhouse and they are such interesting characters themselves and they buy this football team in Wrexham it is the like the bottom of the bottom and the English Premier League is really interesting it's very different from our, our the way that our sports uh, things are set up yeah there are like tiers and they were in the lowest tier. Mm. And you can earn your way into a higher tier, sure. which then gives you more money. It gives you more visibility. You earn. You have to play your way into that next tier. And so every single season is this battle of like, who's going to rise to the top to move up to the next tier? Well, Wrexham is this, it's one of the oldest stadiums. It's in Wales. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's kind of the gateway. It's called the racetrack. It's like the gateway to the city uh, of Wrexham. And it is the pride of Wrexham, but the the team is not doing well, and they haven't been doing well for a long, long time. Yeah. And so Ryan and Rob buy the team. It's Rob's idea. He pulls in Ryan because Ryan's got the big pull. Then they make a docu-series around it. So then it's this like brilliance of you're watching this docu-series, which, by the way, is highlighting the stories of the people of Wrexham in a way you come you become so endeared to them. Yeah. And and at the same time, you're rooting for this team to rise through the ranks okay. to make it into the next tier. You're already in. You sold me. No, but I'm not even done selling you yet, John. Okay. Because what you said, I don't want care about the sport piece. Well, that's not really true, I, but it's kind of This is why you love it. Because you at the in every episode, you are watching an important game mm-hmm. happen and you're only watching the highlights of it. And you are on the edge of your seat, like wanting them to win and pulling for this team. But you 
you don't have to watch the whole game. Okay. And you don't even really have to know a whole lot about soccer. You learn a lot about soccer while you're watching it. It is it is a heartwarming show. We powered through two seasons in the space of maybe a month. Mm-hmm. They are half hour episodes. Oh, I know. Okay, I, so- now, I sold. I mean, this is great for me. Now, this is like me waiting for a machine at the gym or, you know, yeah. just being on the treadmill. Yes. Every day. Yeah. And you will just fall in love with all of the people that you will meet in it. Um, and and here's the other I, I'm going to I'm going to give you this as sort of my suggestion. It is possible to Google how Wrexham is doing. Oh, yeah, I won't do that. I don't like things to be spoiled. Yeah, it just is. You'll go on the journey. You yeah. will feel all the feelings mm-hmm. and um, you will meet familiar friends. It's just you're going to you'll love it. It's so good. You should watch it. Everybody should watch it. Also, just to update everybody, because when I used to work here, I would joke about how I didn't like Ted Lasso. And since I left a year ago, I have watched the heck out of Ted Lasso. Oh, so I okay, believe and yeah. believe that's how yeah. I that's how I roll now. I never got into Ted Lasso. I actually tried to watch some of it and I didn't find it. You know, people really build things up yeah. so much that they can it could never be there. Like right. it can never reach that. Like Napoleon Dynamite. Mm-hmm. Remember when that, I mean, this is an old reference, but yeah. people were so crazy for that. I'm like, I'm not going to see this movie for two years because it's too built up yeah. in in. And then when you mind. saw it, it didn't have the hype. Yeah. It and was like, you were like, okay, oh, yeah, that's that was pretty cute. Yeah. 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 I will say this about Ted Lasso here. I, I watched the first three episodes three times and mm-hmm. I could never get past it. And I was like, I don't get it. I don't understand. Is this whole thing just going to be making fun of this American yeah, it just guy. wasn't that funny to me. I didn't think it was funny. So then my husband was like, just give it one more shot. And I was like, I've given it three shots. I said, listen, <laughs> I will give it one more shot, but we have to start with, I cannot watch the first three episodes again. Yeah. So no. we have to start with episode four. Episode four was when I realized exactly why people loved it so much. And I became, a, I don't know. I don't know what we call people who are fans of Ted Lasso. I don't know if it were Lasso heads. I don't know what we are, but I became one. Okay. I am one. I watched so, my boyfriend watch it and he hated it till the bitter end. Really? The last thing, he was like, I can't freaking stand this. I hate watching wow. it. So I don't know what that is. And I kind of, I don't know. I trust his right. opinion not because I follow everything he does. It sounds creepy. No, but we have the same taste and we yeah. hate the same things. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. But, you know, maybe I'll go back to it and watch it. I might not. I feel like give Welcome to Wrexham a try. There's no message in it. You're just going to, like, love the whole thing. Yeah. It's so much fun to root for everybody. And it's just entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. I am a big fan of, just to give you an idea, like anything Ricky Gervais does. Yeah. And that's usually pretty dark. Yeah. So, (laughs) Ted Lasso, if you can see the the difference, it's the opposite. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, oh my God, this is so saccharine. It's like too positive. Yeah. (laughs) I get it. Well, then you should watch Welcome to Wrexham because you'll just go on the journey. And sometimes it's not a fun journey. I love British shows, though. And I love British culture and learning about British cities. Oh, you are going to learn so much about about the uh, the town of Wrexham. It's phenomenal. It is absolutely phenomenal. And I actually do know quite a bit about soccer, yeah. British football. My nephew went to England for college for Oh, to British. play. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's my and husband to become a coach. Oh, wow, cool. <laughs> my husband is like a huge English Premier League fan. Yeah. So he very regularly is waking up at like five o'clock in the morning to watch his 
his team, which I think he thinks he plays on. Oh. The Tottenham Spurs. Oh, okay. He doesn't play. Well, he's he, never played. I yesterday thought I was dating well, Travis Kelsey because so I typed have... Travis in my phone. Trying, trying to, to call, call my your boyfriend. boyfriend, and I couldn't figure out why I couldn't find his name. You, you put Travis in there. That's why, no. you weirdo. I feel like we all have an active fantasy <laughs> life, don't we? <laughs> when you're not conscious of it until you can't. I mean, uh, next thing you know, I'm going to be in the parking lot looking for Travis's car yeah. to pick me up. Thank which you. Is very, very sad. Let me know if he ever shows. Okay. Um, Kim Kardashian has never apologized to somebody for this certain thing. We're going to talk about it next on My Talk. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, My Talk 1071. I've never heard that song before because I don't really dive into Taylor's music, but now, but now I did. Because you yeah. are her. Now I'm her, and now I'm a Swifty after living with Mike and mm-hmm. Colleen for a week. There you go. Okay, we have to talk about something that was mentioned in Taylor Swift's Time Person of the Year article. Yeah. This has to do with a seven year old phone call. That Taylor Swift had with Kanye West and Kim Kardashian has never actually apologized for something. Mm-hmm. And I think she should. Several things, I would say, but yeah. one thing in particular. Yes. So a lot of people know about this famous phone call. This is from the song Famous in his video. Mm-hmm. Um, in 2016, he had this video and song where the lyrics are like um i feel like me and taylor might still have sex Mm -hmm. i met made that be famous so taylor did not love the lyric and she made it known back then like this is not cool with me um so kim was like well i which this whole thing of her recording him on the phone with her without Mm -hmm. her knowledge i think is crappy anyway I'm like highly illegal. Yeah. (laughs) So she's like, oh, really? Basically, Kim Kardashian. um, You know, and this has gone on not just back then, but in like 2020, they got into it again Mm -hmm. because Taylor spoke about it again. Yeah. So Taylor felt really slighted by Kanye because he called her a biatch in the song. Mm hmm. And in the video, there was like a Taylor lookalike mm-hmm. rolling around in bed mm-hmm. with him and Kim. Mm-hmm. So she talked about it. And then Kim's like, I have proof that she approved this. So she released this video of Kanye on the phone with Taylor Swift. Taylor doesn't know she's being recorded mm-hmm. of her kind of agreeing. He's like, I have a song lyric for you. I want to run it by you because it's kind of controversial. Mm-hmm. And there's. We're not going to play these phone calls because there's so much cussing. It's not even worth. Yeah. Um, But he essentially asks her permission. And Taylor goes and he warns her. There's this whole preamble, like I said, of him saying, okay, um, my wife loves the lyric. It is controversial, but I wanted to ask your permission because you have a billion fans and I want you to approve of it before I put it in here. And he told her the lyric. So the version that Kim Kardashian put out there for everybody to view, it doesn't have the part where he said the lyric about I made that biatch famous. It's just asking permission to say, maybe I could still have sex with Taylor. Yeah. In the video, she's where she's on the phone. She's like, okay, that's not too bad. It's actually kind of a compliment to me, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's fine. You know, Mm -hmm. 
But she edited it. Yeah. And the part she was upset about, like I said, is the biatch part. Yeah. So, which for me, I would actually be upset about the other part. <laughs> That's just right. Me. So, Kim, even in 2020, she like added Taylor Swift and said, Taylor Swift has chosen to reignite an old exchange that at this point in time feels very self-serving, given the suffering millions of real victims are facing right now. And then, to be clear, the only issue I ever had around the situation was that Taylor lied through her publicist who stated that Kanye never asked to ask for permission. They clearly spoke, so I will let you all see that. Nobody ever denied the word biatch was used without her permission. I never edited the footage. Another lie. I only posted a few clips on Snapchat to make my point, and the full video that recently leaked doesn't change the narrative. Yeah. Okay. So this This isn't, that's in 2020. Well, and this is all just like such a moot point because what, whether or not Kim edited the video is that, that doesn't matter. The fact is, she did not show it in its entirety. So that's nitpicking, right? Yeah, it is. To say I put segments of it on Snapchat. Mm-hmm. I didn't edit it. Well, that's sort of like a, I don't I know. I just showed you the middle of the sandwich. You guys know there's a bun. Right. That's kind of like Yeah. What? It was <laughs> just like... so weird. Um, and just to kind of remind everybody, like, this, this we have been doing this feud with Taylor and Kanye since 2000. Nine, mm. because that's when the VMA thing happened, yes. and that's what started it. Yes, and then in 2016, that's yeah. when this it got reignited by him, mm-hmm. and then that's that whole incident is what actually um, was the catalyst for the Reputation album. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, Reputation oh, was put out as basically her response to feeling like she'd been ostracized. Um, And this, that, you know, there's some speculation that actually the album that came after, I think it was lover was supposed to come out when reputation came out. But because of this, Mm. she needed to process some things and respond in a certain way. And so that's why reputation came out. And now it's 2023 and Taylor Swift is clearly getting more attention because she is clearly a a better business person. Mm -hmm. And now we're reigniting this conversation yet again and relitigating whether or not she ever approved of this lyric and whether or not Kim Kardashian edited this thing. And I just feel like the best thing to do to make it all go away is to your point for Kim Kardashian to just apologize and just say, you know what? I don't think I realized that this was ever going to get this out of hand. Yeah. I think she's a great artist. I wish her nothing but the best. You know what I mean? Something that just shuts it down because at this stage of the game, there's no reason for Kim Kardashian to be defending Kanye West anymore. I would actually ask her not to please don't please because he is not coming back from these. They're not missteps. This is your real character. Right. Because, right. you know, all of these things that are anti-Semitic online, which is not even like loosely veiled, like yeah. clear yeah. affiliations with groups that are just absolutely just off mm-hmm. the charts. Mm-hmm. Terrible. Um, 
she should just i think the best way to handle it you don't just don't even get into the details of what yeah happened say sometimes like i would just say like with perspective with life experience comes perspective yeah and i've realized that we're too strong business women who deserve respect from other people and why can't we just respect each other and move beyond that? So I just want to tell Taylor, put that on your BDE letterhead. <laughs> yeah, Honestly. because when you want to raise your, you know, credit with the public, it looks really good to say, maybe I didn't know everything. And now that I look back, that probably was really yeah, crappy for her. Yeah, different term. But like, yeah. honestly, as two very smart businesswomen, mm-hmm. we should be able to respect each other. And I'm gonna essentially be the better person here. Yeah, and say I shouldn't have done that. Yeah, and don't bring up the details. No, the tabloids will do that. For you. They'll be fine. But it's just the smart thing to do. Not for her to bow down to Taylor because Taylor's star is shining so bright it's blinding. Yeah, just as Somebody who should be respected in business as well. Totally. And to be able to say there's room in the world for both of them yep. to be successful in their own in their own ways. Yeah. And I think what people want to know is that Kim Kardashian isn't actively harboring some sort of ill will against mm-hmm. Taylor Swift. No. You know? And so it doesn't have to be some sort of grand apology, but it can be just like you said, like I've gained perspective. Time has passed. And I realize now how how that must have affected her. Yeah, obviously, because at the time all this went down, I think people were like, ooh, I certainly did think, ooh, Taylor, you've been caught. Right. Like looking like a victim when you're not. Yeah. And it's now that, thank you, TMZ, for bringing this up again. Yeah. But um, it really does make sense that, you know, yeah, I never said I didn't, approve of part of the song i wasn't pretending not to i was upset with the word well actually this is what taylor said where is the video of kanye telling me he was going to call me that bitch in his song it doesn't exist because it never happened you don't get to control someone's emotional response to being called that bitch in front of the entire world Mm -hmm. so he uh, i wanted to like the song i wanted to believe kanye when he told me that i would love the song I wanted to have a friendly relationship. He promised to play the song for me, but he never did. While I wanted to be supportive of Kanye on the phone call, you can't approve a song when you that you haven't heard being falsely painted as a liar when I was never given the full story or played any part of the song as character assassination. Mm-hmm. I would very much like to be excluded from, from this narrative, narrative. Yeah. one that I've never asked to be a part of. So that was Taylor's post. Well, and, you know, listen, she goes into depth in that Time article about what that did to her on a personal level. Mm -hmm. And she really did have to. I mean, she's been a year kind of out of the public eye all by herself. She wouldn't leave the house she was in. She Mm. was I mean, she really fell into a depression. She felt like she couldn't trust anybody. She didn't want to talk to anybody. I mean, you can imagine you know, that that would affect a person. Suddenly, he has 
now he's driving the bus mm-hmm. of how she's being perceived. Yeah. And I think prior to that, and this is sort of the diabolical thing about this whole story, is prior to that, I think he felt like she was driving the bus, even though she wasn't oh. actively driving the bus. He, his actions were what made him look like the bad guy. And what's important in her statement is that you cannot control yeah. how someone feels about yeah. your terms that you set. Yeah. Especially when you actually weren't ever given the advance copy. Yeah. So I don't know. In all of this, like, I just think that Kim should just go ahead and apologize. Yeah. Because when you, I have it on our show links page, there are two videos that had too many curse words in them, but, um, you will hear him set this thing up and how he's like gaslighting mm-hmm. her into like, let me set the table here for you and tell you you're going to like something, which is like, and she keeps mm-hmm. going, okay. Yeah. Like the um, presumptive close. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, what is it? Like, she's not sold. And I'm like, good for you. Yeah. Don't just agree right away because I might have. I don't know. Right. But she's like, that's not too bad. Well, you're not telling her the whole story. Right. And you'll see him. It's kind of sinister. Yeah. The way he crafts this phone call. Yeah. He's like, this person loved it before he even tells her what it is. Like, my wife thinks it's amazing. My producer, this artist thinks it's great. Like, just in advance, this is an amazing lyric. This is why the symbol for the Reputation album is a snake. Oh, yeah, because he was like a snake in the grass. Like yeah. he was absolutely trying to craft this conversation in a way and then come up and bite her when she least expects it. And additionally, I've been over here giggling this entire time oh. because after watching and diving into this, if you do read that uh, TMZ article, go to the song, Look What You Made Me Do, yeah. and read the lyrics. Yes. This is an absolute response yes. to everything we just talked 100%. about. 100%. I don't uh, like your little games. I don't like your t- tilted t- stage. stage. The, I don't the role you made me play. Mm-hmm. The fool. I don't like you. She goes on to say that uh, <gasps> she look what you made me do. That uh, she's an actress living in his bad dream. I mean, it goes on and Ooh, on. Yeah. And of course, the biggest line from all of this mm-hmm. is, of course, uh, the old Taylor can't come to the phone right now. Why? A phone call. Why? Because she's dead. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! That I never entire song that is an exact like, replica. This, yeah. this whole song is literally just clapping back at that yeah. entire situation. Which is exactly why that was the first release off of that album, mm-hmm. and people yeah. were waiting for it because you knew that this entire thing was going to be a response to Kanye West. God, mm-hmm. don't you love her I'm even like, more now? It's like, Aren't you just I'm like, like Kimmy Schmidt coming out I'm, of a cave and not knowing anything really it's about so Taylor exciting. Swift? Welcome, Kimmy. <laughs> <laughs> It's so exciting. Oh, it's so funny. Well, um, we have to get to something that is way more important. Uh, Amy and TJ are fuming. Yes. Okay, that's coming up next. The Adventures of Bradley and Don. My Talk 1071. Big story this week. Amy and TJ, mm. the new podcast. We're talking about Hobach. That is uh, what TJ Holmes <laughs> and Amy Robach. We like to combine names here. This is something that's a tradition mm-hmm. um, way back into the Cobra days, even about publication ships. So they came out with their podcast exactly a year after they were kicked off the air. Um, that's interesting in and of itself, because what does that tell you? They were waiting out a non-compete. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. For sure. And they, One year. They were telling the 
story, their love story, Mm -hmm. which, you know, depending on your perspective, they also made it known in their podcast um, that you can find if you want to listen to the whole thing, uh, Amy and TJ. And they're going to be talking about all kinds of different subjects. It's a very vague, like, hey, these veterans of hard-hitting news and just these very respected professionals, it almost says in some way. Yeah. They're going to be talking about everything under the sun. So they're super interesting. But they're going to start with themselves. Yes. (laughs) That's the thing about this is that it was really um, everyone cares about our relationship heavy. And people are like, we really don't. That's the worst. Yeah. So I don't know what their numbers are going to be. I'm not saying I want them to fail, but perhaps their exes do. (laughs) Yeah. Because um, it wasn't even like six hours after the headlines were like, hey, listen to their new podcast that we saw that their exes are now. It's so good. In a relationship. It's so good. Yes. So we all, well, you might not know if you're... um, you know, under the age of 30, but Andrew Shu, she was married to, he's an actor mm-hmm. from Melrose, Melrose Place, Place yeah. and some other shows. He was uh-huh. one of our heartthrobs. Yeah, he's <laughs> Elizabeth Shue's brother. Yes, there mm-hmm. you go. Yes, yeah. sometimes I forget that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we all had a special place in our heart for him. Yeah. And I had no idea that he was married to this woman I had never heard of. Before this scandal... I know. I didn't know who they were. Right. Me neither, really. Because I have always done a morning show, so I'm not watching morning TV. Yeah. And I'm not going to go back at night and watch a morning TV show. Yeah. And if I am watching morning TV, it's not that show. Yeah. It's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, so they came out and, you know, they really are up their own butts because, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's really was presented when I've had a chance to listen to about 20 minutes of it. You're like, boy, you really are assuming that people have a real invested interest. And you also are sort of fooling yourself that you can change people's minds about how your love affair came about. Yeah. That's not going to happen. No. No. People are going to think that you cheated on your spouse. Yes. Their perception is, I mean, the public's perception, whether they like it or not, is the reality. Uh-huh. And so just trying to tell their version of the story, while a noble effort, it's not going to undo what people already feel like. they've. We've had a year mm-hmm. to yeah. settle into our positions on their relationship. Not that I thought about it a lot over the course of a year, but, no, you it, know. We, we just were, I was just curious as to how these two people that I never knew existed before were going to spin it. Yeah. Well, they've been spinning. They've been spinning. And they had sort of in the summertime, like a soft launch to us. Yeah. You know, accepting them as a couple. They yeah. put out some Instagram pictures. It was just like a trickle yeah. of like this. And they're like, here we are. Love it or leave it. Yeah. And then they only had literally like six to eight hours before the news broke. So that good. their exes are in a freaking relationship. Now, do we with each other? Have we heard? I mean, obviously, I want to be a fly on the wall. Yeah, to hear how they're reacting to this. Well, that is what. That's why we're talking about. Good. This. Okay. Yes. So, how are they reacting? So this. These aren't official statements, but it's page. Six, it's close so enough. It's a source. Um. So, a source says, and also page six does a victory lap in this. Oh, it's on our show links page, but like. 
it says revenge is a dish best served in page six. Oh, because they okay. broke the story of Andrew Shue mm-hmm. and Marilee Feibig. That's T.J. Holmes' ex-wife. Um, a source tells us that Amy is livid with both page six and ex <laughs> and ex-husband Andrew Shue. After we broke the news that he and Feibig have been dating for six months. So she's livid. Um, We're told that she thinks her ex is trying to steal her thunder. Of course he is. (laughs) Okay, so here's my other question is, are we to believe that they're livid only because the announcement came out? In proximity to their, because presumably they would know that their exes are dating if they've been together for six months. And I believe, doesn't Amy Robach have children with Andrew Shue? I believe so. I thought they did. did. And I don't know if that's the case with Marilee Feibig and TJ Holmes. I don't know if they have children together. Yeah. But you would imagine if Mm -hmm. they have kids together... You know, in a relationship where that breaks up where kids aren't involved, it's possible to sever ties completely. And maybe yeah. they wouldn't know. But yeah. but if they're shuttling kids back and forth, you would think this would not be news to them. Yeah, I don't know if they do. Let me do. Maybe Mike can do some fact checking here yeah. while I give yeah, some I'm, of the I'm other. I'm saying Amy Robach has two daughters and a former and former stepsons with Andrew. OK, Hugh. OK, and OK. Now we're working on the other side. All right. Okay. So um, it also says that she is convinced that he did this to coincide with the debut of her podcast. Yeah, yeah. of course Hi. he did. Hi, and knock we're knock, all clapping like that's why well, strong we're, move. That's Andrew. why we're so happy. <laughs> Game set and match. Uh huh. But then it says a source said it would be unlike him to leak the story. Andrew doesn't steal the spotlight. They said he's so private. That's not who he is. And then this is why she's so angry is Mm -hmm. that because they've done this, TJ and Amy will have to address the story about their exes dating. (gasps) So good. (laughs) Because they will still want to keep themselves in the news. Yes. So now this is not only is she mad that he stole her thunder, uh, but that they have to talk about it. Okay. You know who the source is, right? The source is so obviously Andrew Shue's PR person. Sure. Because they make him sound so great. Mm-hmm. And like, oh, he didn't mean for this to happen. But now that it has happened, mm, Amy's really upset about it. And now yeah. she's going to have to talk about it. It's like they're doubling down and <laughs> throwing the gauntlet. Going, hey, guess what? He didn't mean for this. Silly. And then I love, like, you'll get little tidbits of photos. Yes. Depending on, like in page six. We've seen photos of them cheek to cheek. Yes. And for some reason, some other celebrity was in it. Who was it? It was someone. Oh, it's it's um Michael Strahan. I love it. There's a photo of Michael Strahan grinning really big next to Andrew and Marilee mm-hmm. with Andrew's faces like uh oh like hey oh like look who's together gosh. it's really good it's really great that is phenomenal isn't that cute by the way that photograph though and this is what i love about this <laughs> yeah was taken in 2017 oh do you see that five big <gasps> and shoe with their exes wow abc okay. news colleague michael strahan in 2017 oh. it's like they had a crystal ball 
That is. We're so going to cool. need to come back to that. <laughs> oh yeah. Does TJ have kids? They did they did have one a daughter together. Okay. Sabine. He had two kids from a previous relationship. Okay, there you right go. With that. Okay. Well, best of luck to them. Mm, best of luck. <laughs> okay, stick around. We have more fun coming up next in the next hour on the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn.